Today on Wanna Be On Top, we are joined by Silver Lake icon and my gal pal, Tony Soto, and we chat about episode three of Cycle Four. What suddenly happens to Rebecca during the panel? We also asked Tony when she started walking in heels for the first time what it was that she was actually doing in 2005 instead of watching America's Next Top Model, and how a chance encounter with a central Illinois police officer bonded us forever. You will not want to miss this one. Stay tuned. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shea Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Exposito. Hey, Maxwell, what is going on? What are we getting into today? Hey, Shay. So I'm super excited today for a couple reasons. We, you know, have been moving through these cycles and different episodes and photo shoots that stand out in top model, pop culture. And this episode is definitely one of them. Today, we are going to be talking about episode three of Cycle Four of America's Next Top Model, The Girl Who Suddenly Collapses. This episode definitely has the perfect trifecta of fun mini challenge, stunning photo shoot, and dramatic panel, which as top model fans, we all love to see. Shay, I know we chatted a little bit about this last week, and I'm really excited to dissect this episode fully with you, because there's like a few reasons why we love this episode. We've got like Miss J, 1-800-Flowers, Rebecca at the panel. Like, how are you feeling about this episode? You know what? I mean, I absolutely love this because, you know, we were really starting to switch up the format uh, with uh, Cycle 4. We got the makeovers sooner in the season than we had in seasons past. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, okay, we're already getting these girls with their top model makeovers, that drama, and we're going into this iconic 1-800-Flowers photo shoot. In my opinion, like, I just always just think about how great uh, these girls looked. And then you know, we have this pretty interesting mini challenge with uh, Ms. J and the girls doing walk-offs at uh, Kmart, which I may or may not have um, practiced at the aisles of Walmart. We didn't have we didn't have Kmart. Um, really? In out Plain? by me? No. No. In Plainfield, you know, though they were very much so like we are Walmart. Okay. We had a Kmart. We had Walmart. We had a we had a little Actually uh, there was a Kmart in Joliet, now that I'm thinking about it. But you know, Walmart was closer. So it's like why drive past Walmart to go to um Kmart? Um, true. I mean, I'm not sure I really remember even what the difference is, except for branding. So Yes. And I mean obviously panel is what we remember the most because it was what was like teased the most to the audience prior Mm -hmm. to this episode we knew that there was this like we knew that rebecca was going to faint at panel we just didn't know what was going to lead up to that what the cause was like i felt like everyone was just like wondering like what was it that made this girl um faint and uh this is also uh 
the first season that I watched with uh, Tony Soto. So, I mean, since we are talking about this episode today, I feel like it only makes sense to bring them back and talk about this experience. We also watched it together at my apartment. Remember when he watched it here? And this was the episode that, like, everything clicked. When we were here and you were in Los Angeles and we watched it with my partner, Julian and Tony, and they both literally jumped out of the couch when Rebecca hit her head on the floor. Oh, my gosh. No, now I am totally remembering that. (laughs) And we We were like, okay, well, I think you were here. I was it when you were here for Fenty. You were here for wow. something and we yes. were having a dinner, a girl's weed kiki situation. And my partner and Tony had, Tony apparently has seen Top Model a few different times in his life. Yes. But at the time he had told us that he'd never seen it before. And when he watched Rebecca faint and hit her head on the floor, he quite literally jumped out of his chair. He was like, what and is going on? And we you were- know that that is a lot for Tony's arthritic knees for her to jump up out of her chair like that. It's true. And we were just so gagged because we'd never like we've seen that this is like ingrained in our brains. Rebecca hitting the floor. So like we were both just so shook. We were like, wow, to watch this for the first time. Watch someone have their first genuine reaction. Like the fact that like even just like the advertisement of this moment or even like the mentions of it and any type of like pop culture show afterwards had escaped both Tony and Julian. To me, it's like, uh, it's very pure. It was yeah. nice to be able to, to be able to see them genuinely react to um, Rebecca's episode. I wish, I mean, I wish that we could do that. Like, I wish I could go back in time and remember what that was like, or even go back in time and unwatch it and experience it again for the first time. Okay, well, do you remember when they were like actually like uh, teasing this, like what you thought was going to happen? In my mind, like I felt like immediately I was like, oh, I feel like this is going to be an episode where we're going to like learn about the negative effects of eating disorders. Like I literally just thought that she was going to be like a hungry girl. I honestly, I thought that too. I didn't get the like slamming of the head vibe either from the commercial. So like, yeah, no, because we didn't know about how it was going to go down. It just, there was like a thud. She was lying on the floor. There was the, let's call the police sound bite. It was, you know, (laughs) it was a classic, (laughs) but I did not think that she was going to just bore, like fall like that. I mean, we've said this, I've never seen anyone fall like that since then. Like that it's. It's wild, but I'm I'm very excited to have Tony on the show as well. Tony and I work together in Los Angeles, and he is a hoot. I'm sure he's going to have lots to say about this show. Yeah, Tony's uh, not one to uh, keep their opinions to themselves anyway. So, you know, why not just, like, give her a platform to come on here and give her, uh, you know, initial thoughts yeah. about this episode of America's Next Top Model. Since we're talking about it, we probably should just, like, bring Tony Soto on, you know, without further ado, and just, like, get into it. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We 
are back, and I am super excited to welcome this guest to our show. Tony Soto and I have been friends for years. We've done drag together, we've partied together, and I've even co-hosted a podcast with him. Some of you may know it, The Tony Soto Show. And now she is here with us on Wannabe on Top, my very good friend, Silver Lake icon, the one, the only, Tony Soto. Oh my goodness. It oh is my gosh, hi. So good to be here. Actually, I'm just here because you hijacked my my wingman. So I was just <laughs> I'm here to actually pick up Maxwell. Oh uh, this is like oh when yes. you take your mom to work day and she like really just like automatically says I'm the most so embarrassing proud of thing. You. Look at you. You look so professional and you have oh, things wow. going. Oh, he wears headphones for yours. You know, Shay, we were just talking. We were just talking. I was like, I, in my head, we've known each other longer than we actually have. I feel like we met in like the early 2000s and you have to remind me constantly that that's not true. Yeah. Um. We, okay. First of all, I wasn't sure who you were proud of, me or um, Maxwell, because we both have started this podcasting journey with you. So I'm not sure if that was like a dual compliment or if that was aimed at anybody specifically. Yeah, take it however you want it. Listen, I love a full circle moment, girl. This feels really cute to me. I'm proud of you, too. I love that you uh, – it was inevitable that you would uh, start a podcast, even though you hate the sound of your own voice. I <laughs> – which and I told you, you have to walk off, girl. I you, told you, you have to walk that off, girl. You know, now you hear it, you heard it here, folks. Like I literally, <laughs> I it, it's it's Dan who basically forces me to listen to the podcast because he'll play it aloud in the house, and then I just walk through and just like cringe. Everybody yeah, else always you have a beautiful lovely. voice. Everybody else always sounds really lovely to me. Well, thank you. In contrast to me, this is going to be great. <laughs> and so yeah as tony was just saying you know uh you feel like we've known each other forever i mean it feels like forever but um we were for anybody who doesn't know about um my history being a co-host um on the tony soto show um there is a really uh good catalog of tony and i arguing um, on the Tony says, so if you ever just want to, you know, go back and um, relive some of it, um, it is there. Um, but now we spend most of our time um, yelling at one another while playing Dead by Daylight, you know, alerting each Are other. Are we doing that next? Is that next? <laughs> okay. You know what? I should be packing, but I will, you know what? I will give myself a little break and definitely play some Dead by Daylight, you know, just to, um, you know, take nice the edge. That's a idea. Yeah, yeah, mental health, mental, take a mental health break. Do you play any video games, Maxwell, like at all? Um, We actually just got Julian a Switch for his birthday last month, but I have yet to play. I played a little on um, like one of the car- the Mario situations. I don't remember. You did was- the apples to apples yeah, game yeah. or whatever it was. I, the- did, I was playing the Animal Crossings, but I have not That's gotten right. back on Crossing. because I just can't dedicate that much time to sitting in front of the television exactly. like that. Exactly. I totally understand that. But here's the good thing about Dead by Daylight. It's um cross platform. So, um, you know, you can, I, you can play on like the Switch. Dan plays on the Ooh. Switch. I play on um the PlayStation 5. Tony's on the PlayStation 4. So like, you know, you could go and people play on like their computers too. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know. I just really love trying to run from 
a murderer with my friends. And I feel like th- I, I don't know if there's anything that really just like brings people closer. It's true. Especially like when you're like, save me. And, uh, you know, some of your friends are reluctant to co-save you. It tells you a lot about your friends and you really have to communicate with one another um, about it. So yeah, I, mean, like, like I hope wanna... I never wake up in an enclosed area with you and Dan in real life being chased by a murderer because uh, I'd be hooked and I'd stay. I okay. know I would. No, Miss okay, well, You guys no, maybe told me. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very fun. I'm not going to point out any of um, Tony's slots because we don't have time for that today. Um, we the list to, is long. We have to focus on the subject at hand, which is America's Next Top Model. Of the course, show of ever. course. Now, we do this with everybody when they come in, Tony, because we love to just kind of like, you know, rewind and go back. I know that this may be a little bit challenging for you because you were just talking about how remembering time um, does not always work out well for you. So I'm curious to know. Everything was a few years ago. Everything was a few years ago. So we're just going to go back just a few years um, to uh, spring of 2005, um what okay so is that when this season came out yeah uh, yes. in particular yeah yes. okay March so, 2005. so where were you spring of 2005 tony soda what were you wearing um what was your hairstyle what were you listening to five 2005 definitely seemed i mean i think that i was like i was working in the gay bars in boys town i'm thinking mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, 2005 was my failed move to London. I moved Ooh. I moved to the UK and uh, because I wanted to be a soap actor, believe it or not. Failed miserably at that. Uh, was there for three months, had to come back, and I lived in fucking Clinton again. For, uh. until, I, until I was able to move back to Chicago and move in with Lucy. Oh, 2005 was a rough time for her, girl. 2005 was not good. Well, 2005 was a transition. The cards that she was pulling were swords then, Queen. Okay. Like, so if the, okay, so I'm triggered. <laughs> I love it because I love it. I remember you talking in the past about you having a stint in London, and now, okay, I'm like, now I get to put a year. Yeah, because then, because then, when I came back from, uh, when I got back to Chicago, I lived with Lucy, and then um, that's when I met my girlfriend Faith and moved in with her, and then went back to went to Columbia. That was like okay. So, so this Full was a, this was the initial of time where Tony's life was changing because 2004 she was drunk, slutty, and happy, like <laughs> living it up, making decisions that were bad but great, you know. So uh, yeah, 2005 was rough. And and I didn't watch this show until we met. Yeah, so yes. you were the one. And and this feels fitting because it's Shea Coulee and Maxwell who have both opened me up to shows that I would never watch in real life because I'm a grown up person. <laughs> yeah, were you even watching television in 2005? If it, was it in a plate of cocaine? Because that's what I was looking. <laughs> Got it. That's what I thought. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were on this. I was on the same page. I'm looking yes. down a lot. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um. 
No, 2005. And it's interesting because I, I guess in my timeline, just like in, in, in like our friendship and you just like telling me about your life, I don't know why I thought like London was a thing that happened after Columbia, but London happened before you coming to Columbia. Yeah, because I went to Columbia in 2006. Okay. To, to and, 2008. And then I came in in 2007, and that was my first introduction to you when you were directing the Rocky Horror Picture Show at Columbia, and that was the hot ticket show in town it was it was i've changed since then you know hey look, look. Shay, i'm a better person since then i was just <laughs> talking about your show i don't know what you're talking you seem to be leading into something no no, no i didn't know you were leading so i was just i'm just i was I'm, just talking about what an amazing hot ticket show and like so everybody wait, wanted when to go see rocky horror picture show. when i say that we know each other in 2008 that's not a lie Okay, well, you I, okay? I think you used the term friends. I was still. I was. You're right. I'll be over here. The, acquaintance. <laughs> you guys were acquaintances. I, classmates. I knew. I knew of Tony so because at this time Tony and I were just kind of like circling around each other. Like I yeah. knew of Tony. And, like, we had mutual friends, but we had never been in, like, a setting outside of school where we were, like, able to, like, fully, like, socialize. Very that. Very that. Like, maybe, I remember maybe bumping into Tony and having casual conversation at, like, maybe, like, a Halloween party, like, during my time at Columbia. But it wasn't until after I graduated that we actually bumped into each other at a bar and we we like struck up conversation, and we we've been friends friends since because I told yeah, him that we I struck loved, up conversation. I love yeah. because I told him I loved his show, so he immediately was like, "Okay, well, I will definitely talk to you now because you gave me a compliment." And actually, very that. And actually, also, <laughs> also, just to bring it back to America's Next Top Model, I would say that this this season in particular kind of what it what helped create our friendship a little bit because mm-hmm. we would do we watched this season i did not know this because i have done a lot of fun things in my life so memory is wrong mm-hmm. but i did not know this until i was watching to like episode five of this season i was like wait i know this shit i know this season it's because we mm-hmm. watched it on your little poor person tv Yes, in your apartment on Mm -hmm. your DVD player because you had the DVDs of this, Mm -hmm. and we would sew dresses. Yeah, Uh, okay. To talk about drag, to give y'all context about how I would watch the Cycle Four DVDs, I had a like (laughs) I've been saying this. It's it was a shelf from Walmart that I uh, paid, I think five dollars for. And it was like a three little modular shelf, maybe 16 inches wide with like a DVD player on top of that. And then a 19 inch TV balanced on top of that. It was basically just like a little podium with this tiny little TV on top. Am I making it up that it was a TV VCR combo? No, it wasn't. It, no, it, it, it probably felt that way because there was a DVD player on the bottom, which I've used to balance the TV on Perfect. on top of this mm-hmm. tiny shelf. <laughs> Um, you know, it was, you know, it was very, it was struggle decor. Like I was really giving humble beginnings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, Artist on the rise. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Very that. Um, so I love that we, this was like the first season that, uh, that you watched of top model. Now we're, we're talking about it. Um, I just feel like we should just like hop into this episode because this is so just like iconic. I took notes. (laughs) <laughs> Just so you know, Wait, bitch, I am prepared. Pen and paper. 
I love yes. I mean, I watched this whole fucking season over again. I was like, I, I'm, I'm thinking about doing season five. I was like, wait a minute, it is kind of good. Good, that's good. <laughs> it yeah, it's really good. Kind of, see, well, season and five also, is my fave, but. Also, 2005 is super problematic still. Like, this was way before any of you babies woke up. So, uh, and it was like, honestly, it was like a pioneering uh, adventure for putting multiracial people in, like, this kind of a situation. Yeah. Yes. Because this this episode especially mm -hmm. had me problem. I was like, well, we'll talk about it, but I have notes. Yes. Okay, so let's just... Get start at the top of the episode. So the models are going to get their runway lesson from Miss J. Now the models meet Miss J in a football stadium to teach the girls how to runway walk. Um, uh, did you know who Miss J was before Top Model? Were you familiar with Miss J, uh, Tony Soto? You introduced me to Miss J. Okay. If I, I mean, the 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 amount of passion that Shea Coulee put into this show when we met, when we knew each other back way when, <laughs> uh, like, she told me all about Miss J. So yes, I, I know now. <laughs> yeah, she's well. I hope you're well, Miss J. Oh, she's out there thriving. Top model facts. Continually, um, thriving. Uh, question: How old were you, Tony, when you first walked in heels? Oh my God, probably 21, 22. Oh my God, you never played in your mom's shoes when you were a kid? I never did. I wasn't one of those. No, I know, no. First of all, my mother has very bad style. She's a a country girl from Midwestern (laughs) Illinois. Like, what is she going to- Is that your sister? My (laughs) sister was 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 a budding bull. Like, she's a big old lesbian. She liked a comfortable shoe. You know what I mean? (laughs) So even then, I mean, it was like hints that it was like, do you ever wear anything but a snake? Like, I do remember a pair of just like a, a vague memory of like, uh, uh, it looked like a wicker weaved wedge that my mom had with cute red strappies on it that mm-hmm. she had like a matching polka dot dress. I remember that, but that was like as 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 like um, descriptive as I get with a pair of shoes that my mother wore because yeah, not you never tried not to throw a on fashion that? guru. You never no. tried to throw on that little wedge. No, because even even in my youth as a young budding homosexual, I was like those those. I mean, I'm better than those shoes. You know what I mean? Like I was better than those shoes. Now I buy shoes on Amazon. So am I really? Oh my gosh! Like I um, uh, did you play in your mom's shoes when you were a kid, Maxwell? Yes, I had a sister too. I played in her clothes too. Oh, all about it. See, we love. They were having sex. You best believe I was all up in my sister's closet. Yeah, yes. there was no fashion in the Soto household. Oh my so. god! My father like, had beautiful silk shirts. <laughs> Ooh, we love yeah, no, shirt. she had style. My 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 father, <laughs> she was she's a she's a she's a thing. She does. <laughs> she wears moisturizer and what shit a description. Um, <laughs> I definitely had a, a phase when I was like uh. 12 13 where my feet were the same size as my mom and i used to really put those shoes to work 
and you that living room pra- practicing my like runway like walk oh my god when my when my feet could fit into that size eight shoe you couldn't tell me nothing you couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing she's not a size eight anymore but <laughs> clock, girl. Clock. oh my god should have maybe i would have like built up that ankle strength because girl right now i might i've decided that i only wear heels when i'm on the actual stage as soon as i'm off she's in crocs you probably should have just kept that at the show. <laughs> no, I'm, that's my new thing. She said I'm advertising it, so you. That's, all know. that's my new thing. So don't even. I don't even care if you take pictures. I'm on saying. I'm saying. And hey, I'm just saying if there are any representatives that work over at Crocs who um, are a fan of Silver Lake icon Tony Soto, you should just hit them up at TonySotoShow at gmail.com. You should. Yes, please. Uh, look, always, any chance I get, bitch, I'm always up in here. And I hope I give them the accurate email. That's the email, right? The Tony Soto Show, yeah, at gmail.com. That's absolutely right, yeah. Just as it sounds. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, okay, so we we have this uh, um, runway lesson with Miss J and the girls. Um, and so after this lesson, the girls get home and they receive some Tyra mail. And it says, which aisle will have today's special? Be ready by 6.45 a.m. Now, the stumped models are rushed off to the <laughs> following day. They are stumped. They are stumped. They were so stumped. They don't get it. They don't get it. And that is a continuous thing. (laughs) Like, er. (laughs) <laughs> um, and so they uh, go to Kmart the following day where they are doing a dual runway against each other wearing some of the great basics from Kmart and carrying the latest home goods uh, <laughs> now Tony let's talk about some of these contestants and their walks oh my goodness Um, first we have Christina versus Brittany uh christina versus britney oh yes oh britney you know what i have a soft spot for britney because you know they want to keep trying to paint her a whore and that was very much so they're like too sexy and i and i and i hate that because like what word is that first of all you can't give a note like too sexy and then not have follow-up tips like because obviously she's gone with the for a long time you know like the yeah, pucker up fucking kissy face like she's been doing that for a long time so you can't be like hey you look like a slut and then just move on you're gonna be like maybe you know i don't know give her a fucking note i don't know i would just be like hey girl i love how s- slutty you are yeah. i love that you look like a bimbo lean into it i but- love your mouth honestly I love her mouth. I, I, love, her. I, I love her mouth. Oh my God. I, I think lo- that she's sexy as hell for sure. But like, right. Why and also, right. And I'm just so like, why should I even impose her with a term like slutty? She's just a sexy woman. She's just yeah. sexy. Like, you yeah. know, and I'm like, that's, 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 that's the programming that like we're taught to think. But it's just like, yeah, she's just very sexy. And there's nothing wrong with that because I feel like that is kind of where a lot of models make their money. Yeah, for sure. That's where anybody sex. makes them. Let's be honest. Sex sells. Sex sells. Like, honestly, the, the more people want to do you, the better off you are. So, like, let's not sit here and pretend like that isn't, you know, a positive thing. Yeah, that's it. She can't walk. Top right. model facts. Okay, we love Brittany. She can't walk, though. Yeah. I mean... She, I mean, she's she's heavy walker. She's a heavy walker. You know, you, girls were trying the clomp clomp at this time. Everyone was yeah. trying to feel really grounded. They were like, look at how grounded I can be. Look at how I can stomp. 
Yeah, um, the, the the chunky shoe was a thing then, right? Like the chunky rounded that toe. Rounded the, toe. Um, yeah, it so just made round. you look like you had like hooves. Yeah, it made you look hooved. Yeah, Hoovy. yeah, um, Hoovville. Um, okay, so next up we have uh, Brandy versus Naima. And uh, Brandy got eliminated for not serving it with a frying pan. Can you believe? Well, yeah. And also, they just don't like like Brandy. I'm like, they do this in Paris every season. Every season, we get a frying pan at the end of the runway right before the wedding gown. How do you not know how to to serve this? I mean, mean, Brandy, come on. She's so mad. I hate that that's the narrative, too. I hate that that's that's like... They're just spilling that crazy. But also, I uh, she wait. She walked against Naomi. Uh, how do you say her Naima. name? Naima. Naima, who was also a sickening walker. Yeah, like how are you going to compete with that? So, sorry, uh, Brandy, but you know, hey, um, at least you have a pan to fry that bacon that you. I'm. I was trying to make a bringing home the bacon. What do you think about the freshly bald head, though? I liked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the bald head. I love it. You know? I like I, it. I, 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 hey, it's like, just be lucky that you have a nicely shaped head. Not everyone yeah, is girl. so lucky. Yeah. Some people She's got never, She wasn't happy that episode at all. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I mean. She wasn't very yeah. happy a lot of moments in this cycle, but. No. No, she was not feeling the joy. Um. Okay, next we have uh, Noelle versus Rebecca. Rebecca's cute. Yeah. Rebecca's really pretty. Yeah, Rebecca is very, she's pretty. She's very, yeah. Um, but, But also like, in the beginning, like, I feel like Rebecca still very much so had, like, a presence mm-hmm. um, about her uh, that felt that I feel like still came across to me as a sense of um, confidence. But I feel like they kind of, like, switched that up with her narrative as, like, we go, like, deeper into the season. But I still, there was still this quality about Rebecca that she just had these really beautiful, big eyes you know yeah i know i think that this is the thing i think that rebecca was set up to do well on this show because she's beautiful Mm -hmm. but there's a dark side to her so like i don't think that she the thing is is like i think she was there to compete for sure i mean look i I don't want to skip ahead but uh you know this walk or this this uh Kmart competition runway she ends up taking and she shows some true colors with that reward. Why'd you do that? Uh, well, oh, we'll get we'll get into that a little later. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to rush. I'm so sorry. I'm just saying, like it's okay. But also, who was the girl she walked against? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it was that kind of situation. Cause like I remember Rebecca. But I don't remember. So, okay. So for for everybody that's listening, so they had the the walk-off from the survivors from round one, you know, and they had to pass a solo walk to go on to the top two, which then left Naima and Rebecca to walk it out. And then in the end, Rebecca wins. 
mm-hmm. which I don't know that I agree with either. Did you think you the know, walk was stronger, stronger than Naima's? Or you didn't think that? I think that I think that like in that com- I think that in that comparison, Naima is stronger in everything. Top model facts. I think that like I think that they're oh. two separate beauties. Mm-hmm. I think that they're two separate kinds of beautiful and lovely girls. But I'm but but when I'm going for the I'm gonna go for I think that she's more striking than Rebecca. Yeah. In my opinion. So and when you said that uh, Rebecca was showing her true colors with that win, what did you mean? Well, so first of all, also the reward is they get designer shoes for walking at a Kmart. I'm sorry, what? Like, how is that? Like, go to the shoe section at Kmart and pick out a pair of flip flops <laughs> you like. You know what I mean? Rags to riches storyline. But how did any of those girls... Okay, so also, she gets to take five other girls, right? Mm-hmm. So she, who does she choose? The widest girls in the bunch. And then... Um, uh, oh, my God. I, I'm going to keep saying her name. Naima. 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 Because she walked with her. And, and which is great. Which is great. But also, mm-hmm. it was like, all the, the other girls were just a sea of white girls. And, oh, no. And then... To top it off, the fucking losers who are not even losers—they walked at a goddamn Kmart. They have to serve the winners. I know that for me was the part where I was just all like, "What and what and who? Why would you then send these models into this high-end shoe store situation to then like have to be going through like the inventory to like help the and like pour their champagne and their bubbles in?" All of and this. you know, production told everybody, like even the designer who meant the girls treated the other girls way differently because he was oh, in yeah. on it. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, they're like, okay, the winners, there's going to be these, okay, there's going to be four or four white girls with, and then one, <laughs> one mixed girl, winners, and then a sea of uh, black girls are going to come and serve them. And that's the joke. And the designer's probably like, oh, it is a joke. <laughs> and I was, I did not like it. And then what does Rebecca do? Ooh, can you get me more of this? Ooh, All the while, Michelle uh, is upstairs overreacting. <laughs> acting like she's getting trapped in a shoecase. She's like, I'm going to get crushed by the heels. Um, as a person who's worked in retail, those things are very scary. And I've never... When they do come like... Them. When they Listen, do come I'm, like at you real fast, you're like, well, I might I'm get not crushed. doubting that. It gives me a tomb-like feeling. Don't get me wrong. I think it would bother me as well. But all <laughs> I'm saying is I don't think uh, Kenya was fucking doing anything. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that she might have accidentally hit the fucking thing and Michelle lost that. Mm-hmm. She was like, dang, girl. Okay, you okay? You out here? You catch your breath? You okay? Well, <laughs> well I love, look, I mean, look, let's take a moment to catch our breath. And when we come back, we are going to talk about Michelle, some photos, and some fainting. We'll be back. So we are back. In this episode, we have a lot of focus on Michelle. And look, I'm sure that we have a lot to say about her. You know, we obviously were already talking about how she had her little moment um, with the shoes and everything like that. But let's just get into uh, 
the next day. So the next day, there is a stunning photo shoot for 1-800-Flowers at Griffith Park, where there are 10 dogs, and we are going to review some of their performances a little bit. But first, I want to focus on panel the day after the shoot, because that's when things get wild. Okay, so let's remind everybody what happens that night at panel. Maxwell, can you fill us in on that? Yes. So the models arrived at panel and they were asked to show off their new runway skills that they learned from Miss J in a burlap sack. Each girl does <laughs> their thing. They have to wear heels. They don't do a really good job. And um, after that, they're all getting their one by one critiques. And the first girl to get the critique is Rebecca. The judges really loved her walk. They thought her photo was great. It wasn't until Tyra pointed out that she was looking a little too sexy in the face. And the visiting judge, Sandy Bass, also advised her not to be that sexy. When that started to happen, Rebecca's eyes rolled back into her head and she fainted, hitting her head on the floor. Yeah, the ancestors said, we're coming for you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we'll show you. I hope you enjoyed your shoes. Oh my gosh. I mean, now we talked uh, with Kenya a bit about this moment, but honestly, what was your initial reaction when you saw this? I mean, I, I was like, well, okay. My initial reaction was, what is, I, my, you know, my initial reaction always is, I don't <laughs> buy it. Uh, I mean, she fell so clean. We all saw how Wendy went down, you know? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I, I, it was, you know, it was just a really clean fall. And I was like, that seems too clean. But, um, you know, bless her. I hope she's well. No, there, because here's the thing. Um, there was this boy who was like maybe like two years older than me his name was roman who uh went to my church when i was growing up and he had that same um neurological disorder where like literally it's just like lights out and like our because kenya was explaining to us she was just all like look i you know panel is like really hot we thought that you know she just got too hot but it's just like you know, when people faint, kind of like you said with Wendy, it's like your knees kind of buckle and you just kind of go down like a Yeah, sack. we've all seen but The she, Matrix. We know what it looks like. she just went straight back, like, like just a, board. a full board. And it's just all like, I don't think we've ever seen anybody just like flat out just like lights out like that. Yeah. And also, like none of those girls you will ever want to choke around because no one moved. Like, literally, someone yelled, call the police. Like, (laughs) what did she do? No way Marin yelled, call the police. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, for what? I'm like, start with the ambulance. There's been a murder. (laughs) She's dead. (laughs) I think he said on Oliver Twist show. Hi, everybody. he, He was like, I'm from New York. That's just what we say. When something goes <laughs> awry, you're just like, call the police. <laughs> he was like, so that was what I, mean, I said. But that was but that was literally it. I was like, is anyone gonna like even the girls were just like, we're not gonna go anywhere. No, we're not touching her. She's well, dead. They, you know? they literally were so they nobody moved. They just stood there like, uh Yeah. I mean, would you move if somebody's head just hit the floor as far like as that? Did no in front of No, you? I would be mm I would be so sure. Uh uh-uh, uh no, I know. I mean because I'm not gonna touch what they tell you is right. don't touch somebody. 
Because you never know if they could like have injured their spine. So you're not supposed to touch them. She you felt know? so clean. I was like, what do you mean? I should definitely lay it on her butt first. And I think she just kind of laid her head down. Uh-huh. If, I, yeah. if you slow what, it down, what, if you slow what, it uh-huh. down, no, I'm kidding. What butt? What butt? I know what that if you, if you stood Rebecca up and looked at her from the profile, you know the back of her head would curve out further than her butt. We said she felt like a board for a reason. You know, she said she said that it was her shoulder blade that hit first. So at least she had some nice blady shoulders. And that full head of hair. Like they really yes. did her what they did her well in the in the makeover. With I thought weave, she was lovely. Yeah. Saving her life, girl. Yeah. What was I just oh because here's the thing. Um I was just like thinking about like what I would do in that situation. A stand there because like, you know, watching somebody go down like that is crazy. Um, well, so I would imagine. But I was just like thinking about moments like in the past where I fainted. And um I must say, like, I am a real I think I'm a really considerate person um to be around when they God. faint. Jesus. You're a considerate because, fainter, you would say? Yes, I'm a considerate okay. fainter because I let people know that I'm about to faint. You know, it's considerate, not fucking fainting, Shane. Why don't you just fucking not faint? Like, how many times have you, have you fainted legit? Like, how many times have you, can you count, how many hands can you count on the amount of times you fainted? Uh, well, one. Okay, good. All right, all right. So you're I not totally dramatic. Yeah, no, no. Okay, I fainted, like, twice, like, with when I was, like, with friends. And I was just like, hey, um, just so you know, like, I'm, I'm about to faint. <laughs> <laughs> But it helped because like Dan literally caught me in time before because I was like kind of trying to reach for something. And I was like, I should probably let somebody know because I'm going to just like fall on the ground right now. Um, And then uh, one time was, uh, yeah, on a plane um, right uh, in the like uh, the bathrooms, like in the front by like first class. I really thought I was going to make it to the to the bathroom because I thought I was I I was feeling nauseous like I was going to throw up. And I remember I had my hand like on the handle and I remember thinking to myself like yes I made it to the bathroom and then the next thing I know I'm waking up and my head is literally like like against like the door like the plane like the exit door like basically back in that corner and the two uh flight attendants are just standing over me shook like what just happened and I was really like um I just think I'm a little bit dehydrated I think I just need some water they're like do you want us to page if there's a doctor and I was like no I'm already embarrassed enough I think I just need to (laughs) well because I didn't let them know I wasn't considerate I didn't let them know and so I felt embarrassed that I didn't alert them that I was about to faint on the plane I also love that you're like the solution is to just pass out inside the bathroom that's no okay because here's the thing in my mind you could see okay because like you could sit on like the toilet and then there's always like a vent like Uh in the in the by the toilet that like blows cool air on the back of your neck you know so in my mind i was like okay i could just sit down i could just sit down COVID air on the back of your neck well this was pre-covid you know all right influenza whatever pick a virus yeah um, you know, but hey, I, I look, I just thought at least, um, I don't know why I thought I would make it. Well, to I'm the glad you're okay, Shay. Glad yeah. you made it, girl. Yeah, thank Have you. Have you ever and fainted, Tony? No, I've never fainted. You've never fainted? Well, you trip. I'm, you okay, well, over. that's a different thing. You're falling in tree. And listen, I've realized that uh, <laughs> at some point, the older you get, the more you do trip. So hold on. 
Can't wait to get that round. That's, oh. that's why you'd be wearing those little wrist guards, huh? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Oh uh, your mouth. Okay, well, <laughs> let's okay, let's get into these photos, shall we? Okay, yes. Um, first up, we have Rebecca. Um, Mr. J gave her a great pep talk before she got on set. Uh, the photographer said that Rebecca really worked it out, and that panel, they said that she was cute and controlled the dogs well. And Janice thought she looked just a little slutty. It's it's a fine okay. picture. The only thing that she and and, Jan, and Janice also did mention this um, is her left arm because of the way that it's like behind her. It just looks like the bouquet of flowers is just coming out. Her, her butt. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a fucking tail. I thought um, it was in the flower bed behind her. I didn't even realize she was mm, holding them. Yeah, she's like literally holding them like back like this. So it's just like, you know, a little like flower tail. Also, fun fact, if you're ever in LA, this is a really great part of the park to hike. Top model facts. I thought it was a really appropriate that you came on this episode to talk yeah, about Yeah, this is right. Well. This is literally right up the street from my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, this where we, yeah, this is where we go up and we do our little hikes. Yeah, soon. girl. Yeah, uh-huh. girl. When we get up there and gasp for air. Yeah, girl, when we're when we're struggling <laughs> trying to show each other up, like we're not uh, out of shape. <laughs> right. Eating Kit Kats on our way up the hill. Oh, my but God. But I'm going to tell you, I don't think that face is all that sexy either. I think that face looks like she smelled something bad. Yeah. It's giving very, this dog farted. Yeah. This cute yeah. little dog in front of me that has, that's like, you know, where my face immediately goes, which I don't think is the plan. No. No, you know, and doesn't always, you know, things don't always happen according to plan. Kind of like Rebecca's panel. Also, look at how <laughs> look at the, that dumb male model looks just dumb in his face. With his shirtless salt. Anyway, you know, that's not even, <laughs> that, that wasn't his choice. Um, oh my God, did they switch up the male models? I always and, thought it was just the one. Who's this no. white pasty guy with Kenya? Okay, well, couple. yes. Next up, we got Kenya. Um, who the the photographer thought that Kenya couldn't quite juggle it all, but at panel the judges were impressed with her outfit. Um, Nole said that she felt very editorial, and Tyra said that this was the first shot of the camera. Tyra Tippett. first click. I wow. mean, come on, like that's that's money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. That's like a girl, like she can make money doing editorial and catalog because you know you can get a good shot of her just right off the bat, you know? It's a really, yeah, her face looks great. Yeah. I think that, I think that she's, and you know, a lot of the girls would like put the, uh, the, the flowers out to the side or Uh something. Like this is actually a a full display of the flowers that doesn't look like she's like, I'm holding flowers. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those dogs are just minding them, minding her, honestly. It's a really good if, if they said that she struggled with the dogs, you're not seeing it there. You aren't seeing it there. And well, when, um go ahead. When she came on, she told us that they um they had trainers for all the dogs. So like all the dogs had someone to look at, and she said that it was actually easier to be holding a lot of stuff because she could just like kind of everything had a job. So she could just focus yeah. on the camera, whereas other things, not so much. So it was weird. The judge And also, you, you'd think that, like, the movement, like, if a dog moved a little bit, that would give you some fun things to play uh-huh. with and give you more options with uh, the photographers. You know, they just try and cut down Black women, you know? I know, girl. Like, this is, <laughs> this season especially, bitch, I'm telling you. But I'm like, if this is the first shot, 
Um, also, I live for this um, male model looking at Kenya like, damn. But like, why wasn't anyone coaching him? What's that chin? Like, get out of here. Like, why wasn't anyone like, Read don't her, you want Tony. the full photo to look nice? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why is it all dependent on just her? Like that, that male model should be admonished. What is he wearing on his wrist? That's is he what, wearing I a know, pinky I... ring and a pointer finger ring? <laughs> oh, I'm mad. Who do yeah, I write a letter to? Hey, this is 2005. He was probably feeling his metrosexual oh, fantasy. So cool there. I better. was sucking his dick then for sure. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, you know what? Let's just move on to another one of our favorite things. Tiffany. Um, yes, Tiffany. Look, I, I think she looks stunned. Mr. J gave her some directions during the shoot, and uh Tiffany told Kenya that she felt that it was hard. Um However, at panel, they thought that she looked confident, and Janice was really, really obsessed with this photo. Um, I live for it, too. She looks great. She looks so good. The close-up is amazing. She's in charge. She's in charge. She's, Mm -hmm. like, like in control of the situation. Power pose. I mean, yeah, this is the thing. It's like... I, I want I want her to succeed. Do you know where she is today? Is she good? I want her to be good. I want her to be good. You know, I like yeah, her. Absolutely. Like, I think she is good. She's like pulled away from the top model thing. Though. She doesn't do anything. You know, the, the thing the thing that is, is like, you know, and, and, and I don't know if this is a done dirty situation, but it kind of feels like it because it's like, okay, you, you bring in, um, you bring in, Tiffany, who, you know, just went through anger management so she mm-hmm. can come back and try to prove herself. But then you're going to put someone who reminds Tiffany of Tiffany and to like uh, uh, with Brandy and uh-huh. then make and then make fucking not only make Tiffany like have to constantly see herself happening uh, in in situations that are not in her control because uh-huh. she's not Brandy, but then also I feel like she has to use the tools that she's learned so freshly out of anger management to help fix Brandy. And Jeez. this shit made me so fucking mad because I wanted because like honestly, if Brandy wasn't on the season, I think Tiffany would have gone very very far i you know what i agree i, I honestly agree. do agree and like literally just like hearing you just articulate it in that way is very it, it is just so correct what they really did with her you know and having brandy in that situation i mean i agree yeah how are you going to build her up and compliment her for trying to fix herself but then give her a constant reminder of her past mm-hmm. like how are you gonna do that why'd you do that and also, look at that dumbass male model's face in that photo. Who fucking told him he was right? What is he looking at? I look. Oh God! You know what? I don't I even mean, be paying attention to them in these photos. I know, but I do. I can't help not. It's because, like, as soon as Maxwell set a PDF, I was on it. I was like looking at everything. I was like, I don't want to, because I'm like, I don't know what Shay's gonna talk about. Don't miss anything. So you yeah, guys wanted to talk about it. the watch. Um, <laughs> um, but that is, I love that you noticed that, Tony. And I mean, Kenya also told us that she did not like to be like the butt of the joke. And she felt like a lot of the things that the show made her do, like made her like feel dumb. And I think that's why mm-hmm. she like gave up. Okay, so next up we have Tatiana. Um, the photographer was really impressed with Tatiana's performance. Um, and at panel, the judges gasped and they said that she was absolutely gorgeous. She looks great, but I mean, honestly, those eyes are dead as fuck. 
She's definitely kind of giving me that energy of like a Beverly Hills housewife, which is, I think, why they like are living for it. But like, really, mm-hmm. when you strip it all away, it's just like makeup and um. A- I mean, it's a pretty squint. Sweater. I wish that I had a squint where you could still see the rounds in my eyes. And she's holding the flowers like Janice hated. It's like one thing that I actually do kind of like find interesting, like with this like styling, is kind of like the differentiation between um. Gosh. Like, because she feels so posh with her pearls and her sweater and her, like, dress. Um, and then, like, Tiffany's just, like, in a polo and some shorts, you know, where, like, it feel yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even dress fucking Tiffany up with, like, well, I gave her a bracelet, but, I mean. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I've, I'm feeling like. Everyone kind of has this little, you know, cute little fantasy and. Tiffany is a little bit understyled um, for me, even though she's really working it. Like the colors, like work so well. Another another her. indication of a black woman having to work harder with less. So, Girl. because well, okay, like, because yeah, no, Kenya loved hers, and I love Kenya's outfit on hers, her as well, because I love how Kenya's like, outfit's cute, it's, and also so is fucking um, uh, Tiffany's. But, I, I I love that skirt. I like the the little belt thingies on it, the little buckles. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm living. I her. also like Tatiana's. So I also like Tatiana's. I wish Tatiana's was like a onesie short. See, I would have low key loved um, for uh, uh, Tiffany's outfit to have been what is on our next girl, which is Michelle. This orange skirt and give them, suit. Give the orange thing to fucking uh, Tiffany. Yes, imagine Work. Tiffany in this look, yeah. looking like oh my god, real Beverly yeah. Hills, like she, With the she, she, gotten everything, absolutely, like everything. absolutely, and then put Michelle in the shorts yeah. and the polo with that hair, like it would have been, it would have, mm-hmm. it would have fit more for me and like really up the fantasy because like you know Michelle is getting the real bombshell treatment here which she looks amazing she looks great looks so good I mean she definitely had to suffer the day before to get here you can barely see the cracks you can barely see the sores on her scalp oh my god that's right she had a well see this was the thing too because of course I watched the episode before so I could know just in case we had a moment before she did she was a trooper like she did go through a lot while you know uh Brandy was complaining that a she uh, was mad that they were going to leave the afro, and then when they were, then she was mad when they the only thing could do was shave her fucking head. <laughs> um, and this girl probably having an allergy to ammonia and like sitting there shaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it reminded me of the last time I went platinum blonde, and I realized I had acquired a, an allergic reaction to ammonia, and it was fucking bad. I... My stylist thought they were killing me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I could just, like, nice. feel the burn, like, just, like, hearing you describe it, and I'm just all, like, this part. And then, it's just, like, to think about, too, like, to go through that, and then you're kind of having the hair pulled back into this, like, half up. Half, I'm like, I can only imagine. And to keep brushing it. Oh, yeah, no, no. But, but listen, she's broken. So the thing is, is she's fine. This is a cross. She's used to, con- Michelle is used to carrying crosses. Her own, <laughs> yeah. other people's. Like, you can tell. That's why she's so fragile. So, like... It's like, we're going to pull your hair now, Michelle. She's like, okay. So she's perfect to work with. She's probably the most perfect model. Is she still modeling? Uh, Is Michelle still modeling? We'll have to, yeah. I just recently Um, checked her Instagram. It does not look like she is an active model. Well, Mm -hmm. um, hey, look, Michelle, good on you for powering through this episode because 
down. And the season, girl. And the whole I'll season. She had a rough really... mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had a rough mom. Like that skin thing. I was, ooh. I know. Um, all right, let's move on to our sexy queen, the one, the only, Brittany. Like, okay, photographer, when is it some of it your fault? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when? I mean, but it, you know, like, that's the only good shot. You know what I mean? It's like, it was, there's no way that out of that whole shoot, this is the only good one that they could choose from. Like, or at least the photographer could have been like, Hey, queen, maybe don't look like a, the dickhead is about to touch your lip. You know what I mean? Well, Tony, Tyra applauds girls for taking fault of the photographer. Tyra tidbit. So even if the, you know, she has applauded Wait, girls now? in the past. She applauds girls in the past for being like, oh, well, maybe that was what the photographer was going for. And she was like, instead uh-huh. of blaming the photographer, I'm glad you took the blame for it. <laughs> So, oh, we can't blame the photographer in this situation. <laughs> no, the photographer is always right. The photographer um, is always right. See, this is how I know I could never be a model. <laughs> you'd be like, you're wrong. Yeah, 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 you're wrong. No, you could have told me not to have the slut mouth. All uh-huh. right. I just tell me, hey, a little less slut mouth. And I mean, I've been like, look, they were trying, but I feel like, you know, Brittany was, she had a lot she looks with the so dogs. Because I could feel like, kind of by this time, like, I could feel like the dogs were getting a little bit more, uh, seemed like antsy, you know? Like, yeah. you kind of tell their focus is like, mm. Um, and the lighting is different, so it feels like, you know, it's a little bit later on in the day. Whatever. Uh, she is the young second wife that all the neighborhood fucking wives hate, and that's not her fault. Exactly. Honestly, and that's the character for this. And that dress is cute. Yes, because, okay, she was in the bottom two with Sarah, um, and, I mean... Which, No! Which yeah. no, yeah. With Sarah, first of all, why is Sarah? Sarah, how did Sarah make it to episode four or three? What are, what are we talking about? Episode four. How did she get here? Yeah. Um, yeah, good question. Uh, mm, I, I, and that haircut they gave her. Oh, what are you doing yeah. to her? Like literally, it, it's production being like, we're gonna fuck with this girl. I uh, know. Hey, hey, bring on Sarah because uh, we're gonna fuck with her. We're gonna make her look like a midwestern teen. Like what the <laughs> hell? I, what? This Peter, this quote unquote Peter Pan haircut that they gave her. It's just like I. It is so. What and what about her would make? I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. They sent her home with this haircut. They sent her home with this haircut. I know. And you know what? The thing is, is she probably still rocks it to this day. I don't know. I'm sure she's. No, I'm sure she has departed far from that 20 minute supercuts haircut. I'm gonna find out real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let us know. Because I mean that I, I I I don't know. I just think like. I, this is a situation where it's like the comparisons are just so off. I'm like, one of these things is not like the other. I mean, granted, yes, the right person went, but yeah, oh, Instagram is private. Of course it is, because it's the same haircut. I guarantee it. No, it's long. Her maybe, profile, maybe, maybe there's a highlight in it. Oh yeah, yeah. she's got kids. She's doing. She's doing good things. All right, good for her. 
wasn't modeling. It wasn't walking. I mean, how do we not even talk about like that was how I noticed the round hoofy shoes was when that when they were on that uh, field and she was walking that line. (laughs) She was wearing the hoofy shoes. And I was like, and she was like, on, on a well, I, I it's probably problematic. But I was like, oh, she's on a slow trot because so we put it. She was very slow, and her shoes looked. Well, she, she did was, get a pair of Stuart uh, Weitzman's as well. So. Undeserved, undeserved. This is the thing too. It's like you picked every basic white girl that is so undeserving of a pair of shoes. That, of course, a girl named Becky is going to pick a girl named Sarah. It just is only fitting. Don't yeah. seem so shocked. You're right. I'm getting worked up. I got to smoke a little marijuana. Oh, yes. You know what? Well, look, we will let you do that and we will take a break. And when we come back, we will learn a little bit more about Miss Tony Soto. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Now, oh gosh, we were chatting just so much more um, about this episode, this season, a lot of these developments during our commercial break. Um, but we have to, have to, I know there's like so much more to talk about. Um, we And this is why we'll just have Tony Soto on again. But we got to um, chat with our good old friend, Miss Tony Soto. Um Silver Lake Icon. That's what they say. Podcast host and yeah. fabulous drag queen. Um, the best you've never heard of. Top model facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've known each other now 10 years. Long time. Well, yeah. okay, we've been friends now 10 years. We've known each other for 14 13, years. 14? Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 11 minus 7 is 4, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so 14 years. Um this. Yes. Uh <laughs> I want to know, I want to jog your um very uh detailed memory <laughs> of when you first uh remember meeting me, Tony Soto. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. When you first started being Shakuay? No, when you first remember me meeting me, Jaren. Oh, it was being. at the it was at the bar. Do you even remember the bar? It was uh, it was big chicks. Oh we my were god, big, she we remembers. Were, uh, oh my god, are you kidding me? I remember this vividly. It was uh, uh, I, I don't know what day of the week it was, but it feels like a Sunday fun day. It was a Sunday fun day. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I, I feel like the sun was still out, and I had was. I was mild. I was mildly inebriated. My and so if you are ever in the bar big chicks in chicago in the back area it's kind of like uh there, there's a it's kind of like out there's outdoor moment uh-huh. uh uh but anyway i was exiting the restroom and in walks a young not yet born shakule and mm-hmm. uh she says you're tony soto and I just said, yes, I am. And you're like, I love your show because I did this problematic show on YouTube uh, called Need Even a Bottle. And I don't know why she liked it, but uh, that's how I knew she, see, once I knew she had bad taste, I was like, all right, this, <laughs> this kid can be my friend. And that was the first time, like, 
we actually like met met mm-hmm. yeah yes oh my gosh yeah no i remember i'll that. never forget it and then honestly you were the one who also reignited drag for me because i started doing drag in 2001 in chicago mm -hmm. um and i would do it off and on because i also launched a website with uh my friend joey grant um and so we threw parties and i was doing but like when you became Shea coulee that started a whole resurgence of me doing things because hell i didn't start using cream foundations till i met you Oh, see, wow. game changer. I was like, look, yeah, let me girl. show you how to cover that up. Yeah, how about, how about I show you how to make a face? And I was like, yeah. make a face? I said, girl, yeah, your <laughs> face can be anything you want it, it to it, be. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not, it's not as unlimited as like a kimchi face, but you know, it's, it can do things, you know, it yeah. can round. It, uh -huh. can round. It, can, it can raise here and there. There can be a highlight <laughs> yeah. and a contour. Yeah, yeah. You can put a cheek on. Um, but I would I would definitely have to say, even though um like there was that moment um uh at Big Chicks, but I would definitely have to say um what really like cemented us becoming friends was when um we were down in central Illinois. Um, for theater fest. Oh my god! Which, um, at this point, it's crazy because when I was a teen, I used to do shows and like you know participate in, in theater fest. Um, and at this point, I was working at this place, Broadway Costumes. Um, Tony was working at Broadway in Chicago. Um, I went out, was there. You know, we're we're down in in at Illinois State University. So that's Bloomington Normal. Bloomington Normal. Yeah. Thank you. Um and I bump into Tony there. And well, I was just all like, oh hey, what's up, girl? Like what are you doing here? I was just yeah. like, wow, I really was expecting that I would only be like around my um manager and like the owner of the place, all of whom were not people that I wanted to hang out with in my free time. Um, and I was just like, oh, wait. oh, and Big Dipper was there too. That's what I was about to say. I was like, listen, like the most, like uh, this was a very iconic encounter because this was right before uh, Shea Coulee was doing drag, and this was right before Big Dipper came became Big Dipper. Big yeah. Dipper actually talked to us on that trip mm -hmm. about becoming Big Dipper. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was. Uh uh, That's oh. right. She oh, still God, is. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. She still is. She <laughs> still is. I'll, I'll bleep it out for him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I think it's, you know, not. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> They're silent. I don't think there is. I think it's just, isn't it? He saved his big dipper in my phone. So. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we're gonna bleep it out anyway. Look, um, yeah, no, and then and then and then we yes. go to the one gay bar that's in Bloomington. the bistro, the, the bistro. bistro. Yes. Um, yeah, that was like my first vodka time. Cranberries. Yep, lots of vodka cranberries. Too many. Um, and for, then, too many for what happened next. <laughs> and then uh, Tony was like, "Oh, well, where's your hotel? I mean, because we're in Central Illinois." I'm like, "God, you know, like, how am I gonna get back?" You know, he's like, I'll give you a ride back. And I was like, oh, well, okay. And like, <laughs> you know, Tony was, he was fine. He was fine. Like, honestly, truly fine. Um, but uh, Tony, who was like, oh, I'm familiar. You know, I'm from these parts. 
um, kind of gets all way. <laughs> no, because we I, drop off. Uh, we we drop off Dan. No, because yeah, we drop off Dan, and then I gave you the wrong name. For you the gave hotel. me the wrong name of the hotel. Yeah, no, I saw what you just tried to do. No, no, no. It was a, this was before the days of GPS, honey. You know, this was like this, this was, was not pre GPS, bitch. So don't you yeah, try. This was MapQuest at most, girl. No. I know. Did we have yeah. a GPS? Did I have a GPS? I didn't even know how I was driving. You like, had a GPS. Did I have? You had a like, GPS what? on your smartphone. Whose car did I even have? I, I love have... that. You're, you're pretending like we're in 2005. You were driving. <laughs> you were. Who's your friend uh, that you said you lived with after uh, Lucy? Who? Um, Trace. No, or was her name Tracy? I don't know, Tracy's. Anyway, well, that's, no, that's, you you borrowed their car. Oh, well, whatever. I, well, I must have borrowed a car, girl, because uh, there's no no or other was reason. It Luke's car. No, uh, I don't. Maybe no. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Anyway, so listen. <laughs> so we get turned around. We drop off. We get turned around, and so I pull into a driveway to back out and to turn around. And we get pulled over by a motherfucking policeman. Popo, uh, in central Illinois. And I'm literally like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, well, someone's going to jail because, I mean, I did have... Now, I am central Illinois born and raised. So I might have had five vodkas, but I was five. So um, She didn't I, tell me that she had five. And you were with me the whole way. I mean, you were policing by drinking because you couldn't. But, uh, well, but anyway. Yeah, I wasn't there counting. I thought that you were yeah, being but you know, a responsible drinker. So <laughs> we get, but no, listen, we, we get, I think he comes to the window and I'm like, well, we're, we're fucked. Like, we're fucked. And uh, he, he's like, he, it was that. It was literally a too long food moment. He looks in and sees good old uh shay coulee my black ass <laughs> and it's like can you step out of the car please <laughs> yeah can you step out of the car and i'm like i'm doomed so i had to step out of the car all the while shay coulee is in the car and i'm like oh my god shay coulee don't i'm thinking in my head don't do anything and then um i have to do a field sobriety test yeah. I had to do everything. I did the finger to the nose. I did the walk the line. Luckily, I have walked in high heels way drunker um, uh, in a way straighter line. So I was like, this is fine. And I passed and they let us go. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And I was like, well, if I can survive getting pulled over by the police late at night in central Illinois, um, with this bitch, then like I guess that we can hang out with, in the city too. With, do you want to hang out when we get back to Chicago? <laughs> yeah, I was like, she's a real one. Like, let's chill when we're back in the city. I was like, yeah. she's cool. And then we want them. It was SVU and pizza until you know I moved LA. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also started doing the Tony Soto show That's together. Right. Yes. That's right. And that that came out so amazingly because I I when I was so I started the Tony Soto show because someone told me that uh, the the world wasn't the Tony Soto show. And I was like, well, I can change that. <laughs> and um, so, and the intention for the show was always just for me to just talk on my own for some reason. Cause you know, I'm that bold. <laughs> and uh, 
literally Lucy Wack and Shea Coulee were like, we want to come and watch you fucking bomb. That's kind of what it was. And, not bomb. Uh, we came to support bomb. you. No, no, you came to support me. I was we there, of course. And so I had the one Omni mic set up in the middle of the table. And like right before I started to record, I was like, no, no, Lucy, Shay, you guys are on the show. And that's how it happened. And then like, you okay. did it for... I mean, how many years did you do it for? Three years. Four? Three? I don't remember. I've been doing When did it you come on, Maxwell? Yeah, I've you've been, been on for so it must have been because you came on after Shea Coulee left, right? No, I came. We had like a year together. Uh-huh. And then you oh, went okay. to, to um Wyoming for Annie Camp. And then you went off to summer camp. And then um and then yeah, then you left. Yeah, yeah, but like, but that was awesome. That was like uh, actually a really good experiment because, you know, um, I always say that it's like uh, two people still trying to figure out their friendship uh, mm-hmm. because <laughs> we talked about things uh, that, you know, maybe new friends shouldn't talk about right away. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we reviewed that fucking game show that you can't seem to get enough of. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, so you know, that took up a lot of our time. And we were split on that a lot of the times because, you know, You know, we had politics. different feelings about different girls. Well, and then also, too, uh, it was it was so easy because we were spending half the time across the hall at Lucy Wag's place fucking watching Drag Race. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean. The, and then the, we were going to record at Tony's apartment. You know, it's yeah. like. It's easy. That 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 the good old place on Glenwood. Oh, the how fact I miss that, it. and the and the fact that like the show survived even after I moved to LA, mm-hmm. um, because I don't know that a lot of people thought it was going to. And actually, you know, we are officially in our final season, our eighth and final year of the Tony Soto Show's Lucky weekly podcast. Eight. Lucky number yeah. eight. Lucky number eight. Uh, I figure, and it was like, and it's not, and it's only because like I want to do other things and free mm-hmm. up more time and you know bring in more currency. And I love the Tony Soto show, but it's been self-produced this whole time. Mm-hmm. So uh it's it's time to like I've talked to we've talked to a shit ton of amazing people. We've had a lot of fun, you know. We've seen really we've have. seen people come on and we've seen people come on and become stars after, you know, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. included, and uh <laughs> You know, uh, so so it's it's, and I think right right now the cast is so strong. You know, we have Diana who just had a fucking baby. Yeah, you know, and we have Maxwell Esposito who's been my right hand person for quite some time now, and it's just it's just time to do other things now. So yeah, it'll be the Tony Soto show is ending in the end of August of two thousand twenty-two. So basically tomorrow. What? <laughs> When is this? When is this there? <laughs> a, year, a year away. Uh, <laughs> no, but I just had to say it because I wanted to see that look on Tony's uh, face up here. He's like, wait, wait. is it August 2022? <laughs> I know how you are with time. How dare you? <laughs> oh, my God. So we have to talk about uh, in uh, your iconic party that you host, Learn the Words, <laughs> Bitch, which <laughs> happens... Every in Los Angeles, which happens what every first Monday of the month, every first Monday of the month, yes, at Akbar in yes. Silver Lake. Um, Shakily, let me ask you about Learn the Words, bitch. Do you think we should tour that show? Do you think that Maxwell and I should take Learn the Words, bitch, on the road to cities 
across the country because um, this is a, so it's, it's a lip syncing competition that anybody and everybody can take part in because why should drag queens have all the fun? Cause mm-hmm. you know, we, we always find ourselves in our homes in the comforts of our own homes, uh, lip syncing in front of a mirror. That doesn't mean we want to fucking put on a whole bunch of geesh and do it all the time, mm-hmm. but learn the words, bitch is a place where you can come dress however you want. And don't get me wrong. People bring the faggotry and I love it. And drag comes and I love it, but also plain clothes, fucking Sue and Joe come in and mm-hmm. they can end up winning it. And it's literally just People come with numbers prepared, they lip sync, they get judged by celebrity guests, such as Shea Coulee, who yes, has I've judged been a in person judge. and mm-hmm. virtually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then Nicole Byer. The, yeah. right, Nicole Byer, Trixie Mattel, like uh, we've had Alaska, Alaska. Thunderfuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, I mean, uh, uh, and, and we want to know who your local celebrities are and they can, they can judge them when we come to your town. But then the judges will pick a top three and the top three have to do a roulette of songs that I feel that they should know the words to if they're at a gay bar on a Monday night. Absolutely. Now, I honestly think that you absolutely should take it out on tour. And I feel like the people would love it because one thing that I got to witness, you know, being judging it in person years ago when you first started it uh, at at Akbar, but then also judging it digitally, like during the pandemic, you know, when you were doing it virtually. And one thing that I loved was getting a chance to see the fans from different parts of the country that, you know, can't necessarily get to Akbar on a Monday with really amazing, fun numbers, you know, who had just like heard about this show via social media or word of mouth and bringing their own, you know, personality to it. So I feel like this is a very fun show. And if you're in the Los Angeles area, on a Monday, the first Monday of the month, you absolutely should go to Akbar and see Learn the Words, Bitch. It is such a fun show. I mean, just if you just love lip syncing in general, regardless of whoever it is, like it is just like a great opportunity to see some real charismatic, talented people. And the host is pretty cool too. And honestly, LGBTQ people and allies are just very fucking talented because we're yeah, better. Top model facts. And, um, <laughs> and, and and honestly, that like I always say, I mean, granted, I do. I'm very confident in the fact that I'm a very good drag queen because I'm funny, not because I can fucking death drop. Um, but like the show would not be a show without the 10 people who are allowed to sign up because they go Mm -hmm. above and beyond to put together numbers (laughs) and then they come to a bar in hopes that they get on a list in hopes that they make the list because it's only 10 people Mm -hmm. but people but sometimes people will come in like i remember one time someone came uh doused in complete pink looking like carrie uh but like (laughs) all pink and then they didn't make the list and they stayed in for the show. And then they came back the next month in the same fucking getup and made the list. I love it. And I so love that. Yes. And won. You know? And won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, bitch. It was where, a good time. Tony, good where, time. Can, where can they keep up with Learn the Words, bitch? You can follow us on Instagram at Learn the Words, bitch. That's where it all happens because that's where you're going to yes. get all the information. Maxwell uh, uh, will, she mans that shit. Maxwell's the <laughs> oh best. Oh my God. Well, oh my goodness. This was absolutely fantastic. Tony, did you enjoy yourself on oh one gosh. of the top? This is so fun. Yeah. No. Well, this Cuba, is- I can't wait to have you back, bitch. 
I'll come back, girl. I got nothing going on, honey. <laughs> <laughs> when she's not playing Dead by Daylight, she's just waiting to be on a podcast. You know what oh I mean? Oh, my God. I know. I know. I can't wait to play some more. Um, this has been so much fun. And, and for all the listeners, please remind them where they can follow you online. Oh, well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at The Tony Soto Show. And, of course, Venmo, you know, if you uh, feel so inclined. And, mm-hmm. oh, listen to yes. The Tony Soto Show in our final year um, and The Gay Power Half Hour because that is another podcast that I host uh, anywhere podcasters stream with my good Judy Casey Lai. So please check that yes. out as well. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And remember, if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me or our guest, or you just want to say hi, send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Oh, and do not forget, bitch, to subscribe to want to be on top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show. Why? Because it helps us grow. I'm Shay Coulee. And I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, want to be on top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Want to be on top? Forever. Dog. To listen to Want to be on top? ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Shea Coulee, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.